everyone, and welcome to... Oh, boy. Should we leave that in? I, I did it on purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast and mine, Play Along at Home. Uh, this week, we are going to be interviewing my wife, Mrs. Z. hey Woo! Um, but before we do that, a couple announcements slash things to kind of share... So, uh, I'm sorry that it's taken a little bit to get this episode going. Um, we've been really busy around the house, and um, with spring break, uh, I kind of took a real break, and, and hopefully you did too. And then last week, I had to catch up on everything that I didn't do over spring break, so I apologize. Um, with the schools not being open again this year, which I'm incredibly bummed out about, I think everybody is, um, but it's not going to be... Play Along at Home is going to be a little different. Because uh, we're we're not working on concert music as much right now. We're working on our solos. So expect some practice tips and some specific things about getting ready for a solo. That can be really helpful. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we are interviewing my wonderful and fantastic wife, Mrs. Z. Mrs. Z, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi to everybody. Hi. I, I did. Okay. Is that? <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, so <laughs> today we're going to talk about things that I did not. Okay, I so I do live with Mrs. Z, obviously, um, and I did not share any of these questions with her ahead of time. So they are all surprise questions. Okay, surprise like question that. number one: Describe like Alaska. Uh, <laughs> let's really. We're gonna we're gonna go there. We're gonna go there while people are listening. Um, it's too big. Don't like it. Not, 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 nothing to do with the people who live in Alaska, but when you look at it on a map, it gives me the heebie-jeebies, and I, it has nothing to do with the people who live there. I'm sure it's beautiful. It's too big. It's frighteningly big. It's, thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, no, that wasn't our first real question. That's but. good. <laughs> okay, so, Mrs. Z, um, other than being fantastic... What is, what are tell us about yourself and what you do in your professional life and career and that kind of stuff. So I'm a music teacher as what? well. We both teach music. You don't need to pretend to be surprised. I don't think you're fooling anyone. <laughs> um, so I actually went to college and music school intending to be a band director. Because I was a band geek when I was a kid and did all the leadership opportunities when I was in band. I played the saxophone, just like Mr. Z, do play the saxophone. And when I got to music school and started learning how to be a music teacher, I realized that there is a very important part of teaching music that I didn't know much about. And that was teaching music to kids, like elementary school kids. And... If you don't get a good elementary music education, you really have to play catch-up when you're the band director if the kids don't know what they should. And I know Mr. Z knows I'm a bit of a control freak, and I decided not to. No. <laughs> I decided not to leave that responsibility to anyone else and that I would be the one to make sure that elementary school kids got a good music education. So I currently teach kindergarten and first graders in North Ridgeville. That's the tiny people. The tiny ones. I teach about 500 of those tiny ones. So I don't interact with humans any older than like about eight years old. Even on the weekends, I just teach babies. I teach a little baby like birth through three, maybe some fours and fives. So lots of 
tiny humans in my life. Yes. So, um, and where do you teach at? Northridge Hill. North I mentioned Ridge that Hill. in there. You know what? Oh, did you? It's in there. My bad. Um, where did you go to high school? So you said you were oh. in high school and you were a bandy. Where was that? In Medina. I went to Medina High School. So I am no stranger to the competitive marching band world. Yes. And on a scale from 1 to 10 on how picky you are about roll stepping. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> if there's a scale from 1 to 10 and 10, your toes being the highest, I would think like perhaps a 90 degree angle would be much more accurate as far as how picky I am. Oh my goodness. About roll stepping. Just break your ankles while you're marching. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, um, Mrs. Z, what are some of the most important things that you ask your students and you try and teach your students even at a young age? The very first thing is that there's this thing called audiation. And audiation is when you think in music. So you can think in language, like a lot of people do, or pictures, images, sounds. Um, but when you're thinking musical sounds specifically, it's called audiation. And it audiation. is actually audiation. And it's a skill that you can build. You're partly born with an ability to audiate. Some people are natural audiators, and they're the people that we might consider to have natural musical talent. But it's a skill like anything else. And I remember working on this when I was in marching band because if you can audiate your part, then it's so much easier to learn how to play it. you got to memorize it so quickly, unless you're going to have your music out there with you, flapping in the wind. Gross. <laughs> but... If you can audiate, um, that's so much easier. Musicking in every aspect is so much easier. So literally on day one when I meet my kindergarten students, I teach them the word audiation, and that's the skill that we start working on. So I'm pretty sure you just answered like a thousand of the questions I was already going to ask you. Nice! Nice! Can be so efficient. <laughs> um, but, so I, what are some things that you and your students work towards? I'm guessing the answer is... Audiation. Audiation. And there are other things we work on, too. For example, um, uh, starting in kindergarten, moving is really important for making music. If you are forcing a kid to sit still while they're singing or even just listening, their mind is going to go somewhere else. It's going to focus on words or what they're eating for lunch that day. I call mm. that turning on your sandwich brain. And I say, turn <laughs> off your sandwich brain and turn on your audiation. So we'll practice flowing our bodies, moving around, and doing some active listening um, so that they're going to be prepared to use their singing voice and they don't sit still all rigid like a soldier. I feel like I need to turn off my sandwich brain all the time. I do too. I say that. I'm like, oh my gosh, kids, you know what just happened? I just turned on my sandwich brain and it's oh like in the goodness. middle of class. <laughs> That's what it's called when Mr. Zanella gets distracted. It's his sandwich brain. <laughs> uh, or maybe maybe my Cheez-It cheez brain. Cheez That's a thing too. Or beef jerky brain. I have coffee brain. Oh. That's a thing I get in class. I, I just get coffee brain all the time. Yeah. What do you call it when the words don't work? I, j I don't have a word for that because if the words aren't working, I just make sounds. Oh. I guess, yeah. Or I do call it smoothie brain sometimes. Mm, yes, okay. I had smoothie brain. Mm, yummy. Anyway, okay, so what is one big thing you want your students to learn from you? It's probably audiation. That and there are a lot of different things um, in kindergarten that come after that. Head voice, singing, because honestly, their hands are too small for some instruments, so... Mm. They don't have as many options as you do when you're older. And 
if you want to be able to produce a sound or if you're audiating a song idea in your head and you want to share it with someone, being able to sing is the next best thing to mind reading. And since not many people know how to read minds and just hear your audiation, um, a proper singing voice is the next step. That steady beat, goodness me, if you can't keep a steady beat, someone failed you. All my kindergartners are working on steady beat. Actually, well, by now in the year, they've totally rocked that. They've mastered. But, yeah, singing, the steady beat. audiation, flowing their bodies, steady beat. Those are our big ones. Yes, that is the one big thing: singing, audiation, steady beat, and flow. It's all one thing. It's all together. One? You want me? Well, one. I no. pick audiation. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like the everything I needed to learn for my whole life. I learned in kindergarten. You know, it's like but literally. <laughs> good manners, like treating other people with respect, being nice, and audiation. audiation. I mean, yeah. think about how many times that would help you, like, as, you know, in a middle school or high school classroom. Steady beat's still so important. Hashtag music theory. It comes all, the, all comes back full circle, friends. Okay, so um, what are... Look, I could go Southern here. No, please, please. I swear. Yeah, my no, lucky stars. Like I, I saw what that did to that little squiggly line that's keeping track of our voices. It was like a solid block. <laughs> it, it'd be great, but we'll let that go. That'll be another day. Um, no, no, no. So going on to current life, how are you handling our current situation and what are you doing to keep yourself sane? Um, how, how am I handling, like, 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 uh, like the, the social isolation, distancing, distance learning, whatever. Uh, oh boy. I think that I am doing as well as anyone would expect me to do in this situation. Professionally, I say, eh, cause I miss my kids so much. Being stuck here with you all day is, uh, I love you. You're, you're great. Um, <laughs> but when you spend eight hours a day with little kids and then you go from that to emailing their parents all the time, it's, it's been a little rough, but they send me sweet videos of them doing their work and it's really great. But that's just professionally. Honestly, personally, I've loved this because I'm a huge introvert and I, I have some pretty significant anxiety, so not having to deal with people on a daily basis, except for you, who, you know, I appreciate you being here. Um, you're like the exception. Mm. I am loving it. So would you say that you've been training for this your whole life? Oh, I, since I was in middle school, for sure, when I would sleep yes. until five, and my parents would come in with my sisters, spraying me with water bottles because I refused to get up out of bed, mm. because I stayed up till like four in the morning watching it. And, and that I, is not the way to live life, friends. Unless you're preparing for a pandemic in like a decade. I... Yes, it just kind of worked out kind of nicely the way that happened. Anyway, um, so what are you doing with yourself in all the free time that you have now? Animal Crossing. Yeah, how many stars is your town worth? It's five. Five stars. Of course it's five. Of course it's five stars. My island's been how many five bugs stars. do you have? I have all the available bugs, all the available fish, still working on the fossils, but I'm making great strides on the fossils. I just opened up my art gallery this weekend, 
And I've already got two whole pieces of artwork and art two gallery. Whole two pieces. whole pieces. Yes, of many authentic arts. Authentic artwork, many of the art. Many arts. So in I'm the pretty museum. much rocking it in Animal Crossing. Yeah, the world that we can go out in and control every single aspect. Uh, it's totally fine. So, um, what are you having your students do right now? What are the little ones? How does? How are you, man? Like, what are they doing? Because it must be, you don't they. They don't, they don't really use computers, so... No, it's very um, difficult for them, especially because my littlest ones, they don't even have Google accounts or Google Classroom to access things. So what I do mostly is videotape myself doing a song or activity or a little music lesson, and I have a website. I'll post that video of me quote-unquote teaching them on the website and then they kind of participate at home they sing along they move along and I also have some accompanying activities that are like interactive powerpoints and google slides things like that that they can click on and respond to the musical sounds that they're hearing and if we wanted to also do that with you where would we go If you want to play my music games or see me sing with the ukulele, you can go to musicwithmrsz.weebly.com or just bit.ly slash musicwithmrsz. Nice. Both of those locations will take you to the website. Um, What advice do you have for um, our our band students who, um, or band students out there, what advice do you have for them about um, the situation and how can... How can they keep uh, keep working and stuff like that? What do you think? Don't let your instrument leave your life. I think it's great to know how to be able to sing and explore other things, but there's something special about being an instrumentalist and having this outlet. And I remember when I finally unlocked a love for my saxophone and it changed everything. And it was over the summer. That it happened in middle school. Because when I started, I was not good. I was second to last chair for a few years when I started. Um, and the only reason there was someone last year behind me is because they, uh, well, they never played. So <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't really know how to play. Um, but I, I was resistant to practicing. It was scary. And then one summer, I just played all the time. And I didn't hold myself to a super high standard. I didn't tell myself I was trying to please anyone else. I would just pick it up and have fun. And I jumped all the way up to second chair the year after that. And I don't really think it's cool to rate people with chairs and rankings like that. But it did finally make me realize, hey, I should do more of this. And from then on, it became an outlet that, look, here we are. It shaped my whole career. So use this time to maybe figure out how you want to use your instrument to your own benefit for your life. It doesn't need to be for someone else. It doesn't need to be um, on a piece of music that isn't your favorite. You can literally play whatever you want. So keep it there in your life. Absolutely. Great advice for everybody out there. Um, right now, um, my if I don't know if you remember or not, but my kids are working on solos. Um, we're, we're doing some solo pieces that we're learning um, and you as a, as someone who's gone through a music degree and preparing for that kind of stuff, what's some advice on preparing for a solo um, and you know, the best way to kind of approach that. 
I think if I was going to stick to one little bit of advice, it would be to practice slowly. No one practices slowly because they think it's so honestly boring. <laughs> and they'll just pick a tempo that they like, that they want the song to be at when they're completely done. But if you play the song slowly, your audiation is doing the work it needs to do. Your muscle memory and your fingers and your embouchure are doing the work they need to do. And it makes everything fall into place if you just take that step. So if you just dial down the metronome and spend a little bit of time there, it will seemingly, magically, make all the difference. Yeah. And playing, especially, I think you hit the nail on the head there with metronome. Metronome and a tuner. Please use those. Those are great devices to help you be better. So absolutely there. Okay, moving away from music a little bit. What's it like having a lizard as a pet? Lizards are the single greatest pets in existence. Why are they the single greatest pets in existence? They live in a box. They don't poop on your floor. They don't make a lot of noise. I don't think they make any noise. Well, Charmander scurries around, and it, you know that can get a little annoying. But he's just adventuring. When I want to hang out with him, I take him out of the box. When I don't want to hang out with him, I put him back in the box. It's fantastic. And once they're grown up, they don't even need to eat every day. So you're just like, hey, want to hang out? And they're like, nah. And you say, cool. And then the next day you're like, hey, here's some food. And they're like, cool, man. And it's great. You know, my parents have cats, and those cats are annoying. They are so annoying. They will go right up to your face and give you a big old smack. And then they'll also breathe in it, and it smells like terrible rotten fish. Oh, my God. It always They're so picky about the food they eat. It's uh, Granted, their teeth are healthy. I'm throwing that out there. They just got fish breath, man. Fish breath. Gross. They wake you up in the morning. You know, your cat or your dog can come wake you up. I don't want anyone waking me up. No. I wake up when I want to wake up. Yeah, and Lizard lives in a box. Lives in a box. Lives in a box. Lives in a box. Yeah, that's the best part, I think, is that they live in the box. Yeah. And they're easy to clean up after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and they're so cute. Look at this little guy back here. Hi, little man. What are you doing? What is happening right now? He's closing his eyes like a cutie pie. He just wants to be left alone. Hi, monster. Okay. Um, okay, moving on. One of, I'm sure, the most requested questions, if we had questions being requested out there for this interview, what is one of Mr. Z's most annoying qualities. Ooh. One? Just one. Don't make my feelings get hurt. That's tough. Um. Is it that I work too hard and that I care too much? <laughs> nah, man, you're a, you're kind of a slob. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. I can, what? Um, yeah, I can point out like three of your messes Don't do right that. now. Uh, yeah, I have to clean up after you pretty much every day. What? Yeah, I'm sure your mess, um, or lack thereof at work, I'm sure your desk is absolutely immaculate. It is right now because I cleaned it up before I left. (laughs) Yeah, please. I had to clean it off so that they could clean it with stuff. So I put all the stuff in in drawers. Is that the first time you've cleaned your desk? Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, actually, no, I... I clean it at the end of the school year. Ah, yeah, and yeah. And then it's clean when I start. Yeah, every year. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't fly here at home. No. I'm going to have to make a little chore chart for Mr. Z. I don't want a chore chart. But I will do. I will make that sacrifice if it will make you happy. Or you could just do your chores. That's true. 
Pull your weight. Pull your weight. No, I'm not doing it. Oh, boy. Um, okay, so uh, let's go ahead and move on from this fun conversation before it goes <laughs> any further. And we are going to go ahead and I'm hoping it's still recording. My computer just went to sleep. No. Has that never happened before? No, it hasn't. But I, I'm usually wake up. Anyway, let's move on to one of our favorite sub-segments here on Play Along at Home. And that is Charmander's Corner. Here we are on one of our favorite jazzy subsections of the podcast called Charmander's Corner, where we talk about music that we play for our bearded dragon, Charmander. And I will say that he is our bearded dragon, myself and Mrs. Ease, but after all this time, I feel like maybe he might be your bearded dragon too, that I take care of. Maybe. That doesn't make sense. I, that is 100% nah. yeah. Anyway, so, Mrs. Z, what type of music do you like to play for Charmander? Well, a lot of times when I leave the house to go to work in the morning, or, uh, you know, in the before times. In the before when times. Left, when I left the house <laughs> When to people to left houses, yes. Um, I will usually ask our Echo Dot to play Charmander some Louis Armstrong. Mm, Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Who's Louis Armstrong? Louis Armstrong is a jazz musician. He is a... Um, trumpet player and also a vocalist yes and he is the person who sang our wedding song oh la vie and rose Bleh. gross um so i usually play some louis for uh for charmander or sometimes i'll play something really chill like esperanza spalding Ooh, who's esperanza spalding esperanza spalding is a vocalist she's uh more modern definitely not in the same vein as louis armstrong but also fantastically talented um you should give her a listen. You don't like listening to my music, so you should check that out. Is, do you have a favorite? I think we've talked about Louis Armstrong before on this podcast, but do you have a favorite Esperanza Spalding song that people could go listen to if there was one to choose from? Um, I don't have one in particular. No. No, I don't. Just Google her. Yeah. She's or, good. Or Regina Spector. That's another chill. Mm, yes. Chill singer that I'll play for Charmander. And he just likes listening to music. He doesn't oh, really he loves all kinds of... No, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you. He does not like all kinds of music. What doesn't he like? Um, this is a new... Oh, my goodness. We're on new territory here. What doesn't he like to listen to? Um, He doesn't like Coltrane. Ugh. Doesn't like cold. what an uncultured swine. I know, I know. It's mm. just way too intense for him. So That's... he'll like some chill classical music, but he doesn't like the flute. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, and he doesn't like sorry uh, flute players. I know. It's I think just... it sounds too much like birds. I, that's exactly it. Because I took out my recorder one day and I played it for him, and he freaked out. Freaked so. out. Poor baby. He yeah. thought it was a barb. Yeah. Did you think it was a bird? Oh my goodness. Here we go again. He's so cute. Oh my goodness. Look at his little bill. He's just sitting there. Oh my goodness, we have gotten out of the way here on Charmander's Corner. Well, that is all the time we've got here today for Play Along at Home. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode of Play Along at Home where we interview my wife, Mrs. Z. Anyway. 
So um, I hope you guys are all doing well out there. Um, it's really important that you you know keep your spirits high and and keep playing and, and keep doing all the work that you need to be doing. Um, it is I really miss you guys and I really miss uh, being able to see your faces, um, seniors especially. My my heart goes out to you with with how tough this is this is for all of you and you know with graduation and prom and grad parties and all this stuff that we're we're disappointed that we're that aren't happening the way that we envisioned them to. If it makes you feel any better, when I was your age, I hated all those things. Yes, so and there's I don't miss them. Um, <laughs> well, you might miss them, and that's okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you do you. No judgment. I'm just trying to make you feel better. Yes, great job, Mrs. Z. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, hopefully you're doing well. If you need anything, let us know. Make sure you're doing all that work you need to keep up with, and I hope that you're able to. Play along at home. <laughs> <laughs>